0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 223.
1: And I did it the hard way. I did, I did this whole thing just, uh, you know, all backwards. And, but I got it to closing, and I don't know how I did it, but I did it. So.
0: <laughs> well, Jorge, here's something great, right? Here's something they can learn from this. First of all, you just went out and took action. You may not have had the budget or, or, or the skill set to do all the direct mail maybe up front, but what you did do is I can work hard, and I can show people that I'll work harder than anyone else. And you took massive, imperfect, the keyword, massive, imperfect action. You just went out and did something. Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffhein. Welcome to another episode here on Wholesaling Inc. My name is Cody Hoffhein. I'll be hosting today's podcast, and I'm super excited about today. I'm super excited that, A, we're having another podcast from yet another individual that is succeeding in wholesaling and doing it really quick. So I'm super excited also for those that are new. To the podcast. Maybe this is your first time listening in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope this adds value to your life. We hope that this podcast delivers gold nuggets that you can then turn around and implement and start taking massive action on so that you can go get your first deal. Today, we're gonna be talking about wholesaling, specifically wholesaling real estate. So for those that are new to the podcast, Wholesaling is just simply the art of finding deeply discounted properties. That's where the money is. That's how you make money in real estate. It's not the sell of real estate. It's the finding. It's the buying at a deep, deep, deep discount. So we're all about teaching individuals and showing people step-by-step how they can find deeply discounted properties right there in their own backyard. So get a pen and a piece of paper and get ready to jot down notes, not notes from me, but from our guest speaker who will be on today, and it is Jorge Curé. He's married recently. He's right there in Asheville, North Carolina, where we just had a tribe event, and I got to meet him in person. The guy's just a rock star. He's only been in the tribe for two and a half weeks, so I really want you to put this in perspective. This is not a long time that he's been wholesaling, but yet right out of the gates, he's already crushing it, and you will not believe how much money he made on his first deal, and yet has a second deal that's going to close here in the next week or so. So let's bring on Mr. Jorge Cure. How in the heck are you, brother? Fill us in a little bit about yourself and uh, what got you
1: into wholesaling. Hey, Cody. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me on this
0: podcast. uh, Oh, it's such an honor. You are such a good dude. When I met you in Asheville, I was just smiling from ear to ear. You're just humble, you're coachable, you're teachable, you just love life. You're, you're excited. You even won the giveaway there. I thought was pretty cool from, uh, Grant wise with his, uh, get your next deal free. So I thought that was cool. And I'm excited to see what that turns into in the future as well.
1: Yes. Yes. That was really, really cool. Uh, uh, summit. I've I've never, I've never experienced anything like that. In a long time,
0: to the uh, good or to the bad, because I want you to no, even, it's even just, if it's bad, it was, I want you to say, "Cody, it was awful."
1: <laughs> it was amazing, and the, and, the, and the one thing that was so amazing is the the fact that so many people were there. They were making so much money and so successful. They were willing to just share their knowledge and you know give you their personal cell phone numbers and say, "Hey, call me if you need any help or whatever." We're here. That was special. It's it's really strange. I know you guys call it a try, but it really is like that. It's uh, if you were in a big family, that would be it. So,
0: well, it's a big abundant mindset. Individuals, and I will tell you, Jorge, you fit that though to a T. I know you're going to be a huge go giver, and really, that's who we're looking for. That's that's who fits in, in inside this in this tribe that we call right. And it's it's crucial that you do have a community behind you because that's what helps in this this success, this journey that we're trying to get our first wholesale deal and then multiple wholesale deals. You're going to realize. Tom and Cody can only do so much, but when you have a family of people behind you as well, man, just starts to make everything happen. So fire away. Help us understand a little bit about uh, what got you into wholesaling in the first place. What were you doing or what are you doing right now? Or maybe you have, the, are you doing a full-time job? Are you doing this part-time? What does that look like? And ultimately, why did you get into wholesaling?
1: Yeah, I, um, I've i been a real estate broker for, say, maybe um, 20 years now. And to be honest with you, when I say real estate broker, I mean it, it comes in comparison to wholesaling and doing this. It's night and day. It's just a different field of the industry, and I have to reteach myself and relearn. I mean, it's from from start to finish. I have to reprogram myself and restart and apply everything that you guys are putting together. I tell you, 22 years as a real estate broker, keyword broke. I was just, <laughs> I was just getting tired of it. You know, I I I, I shouldn't say tired of it. It's just that. You work so hard to make, you know. A lot of people don't realize this, but a real estate agent they don't get six percent of the sale. By the time you come to closing and you finish the closing and you go through all of the regiment, you're really bringing in just a little under one percent.
0: Sure, sure. So, what got you thinking, Holstein? What was it that started the fire within you to say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I should try this out." What What were you doing, or how did you get introduced to Holstein? That you said, "Hey, I'm going to try this."
1: I was actually uh, listening to a Bigger Pockets uh, podcast, and I think uh-huh. you were in it. It was
0: Tom, actually, and Tom was, Tom? was like yeah, a Tom. bottled up, yeah. holy smoke. I said this multiple times. It's like the same saying, but <laughs> that dude was on like five cups of coffee, I think, because it was an it absolute was. amazing podcast, but they all were all making fun of like, man, what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> and then he brought the bell. He did. He did. And everyone's like, that color shirt, like, what are you wearing? And that's just Tom, the guy is just here to add value. He doesn't care what shirt he's wearing. He does. All he wants to do is just add value quickly to people's lives. And I think he delivered so strong on that podcast episode.
1: So I got started. I, I literally started doing the research and everything else prior to joining the tribe, just listening to uh, Tom, uh, Tom's podcast. And of course the bigger pockets, some other individuals that have been in the industry or are in the industry knocking it out of the park. Another one that I really like is uh, Max Maxwell and uh-huh. I watched him and I watched his YouTube videos. And, and to be honest with you, he gives everything away on the, on his videos. It's, it's wild.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. So this started was- the tri- this started the, the motion mm-hmm. and then ultimately here you are, And and I'm I'm pinching myself because I think it's just absolutely incredible, by the way, what you've done in two and a half weeks of just wholesaling is game changing. I mean, there's people out there that we're going to be talking about that may not make even what you did your first deal, maybe in a whole year. But most certainly, these two deals that you're about to have done, it's, it's more than most people make in a year. And so I'm excited to really deep dive this. But Two and a half weeks Jorge like this is absolutely impressive and I've got to give you a huge shout out and you should be patting yourself on the back because you've done some incredible stuff really quick thanks. how are you able to do this so
1: quickly thanks Cody um, and, and I'll share this with everybody because you guys share everything with everybody anyway but I kind of stumbled it I stumbled across it by accident I literally went to the courthouse for those of you that don't understand uh, the courthouse is full of a lot of a lot of information and a lot of money what I ended up doing since I didn't really have the, the skill the set that Tom teaches about sending postcards and mailers, which I, I'm just now sending my first uh, postcard mailer today, believe it or not, to build up my, my cash buyer, I found to go into, if, if you go to the courthouse, any municipality or any county courthouse, they'll have the, deed of, uh, the register of deeds. Uh-huh. And in the register of deeds, I literally, and I know this sounds crazy, but I don't go to the window. I try to figure out how to get around not not the security, but you know the the, the service windows. And there's a way to get around through different uh, corridors and doors. So I managed to get around and straight into what they call the vault, where they hold the deed of trust and you know the documentations in, in the in the court. And when I say a vault, it's basically it's literally a, a vault. They close it up at nine. And they lock it, just like a vault in a bank. Yeah. And I was able to get into the vault and go into, in North Carolina, what's, what's called SP files, which is the special proceedings files. And I looked up what they filed for that week. And when I say what they filed that week is those are the foreclosure proceedings that they just started. In other words, they file these at the courthouse before the sheriff even delivers the document to the individual. Wow. And and that's like fresh Right out. So you're
0: you're ahead of even any other investor in the game. They're almost waiting for all
1: the other stuff to happen. You're you're getting it before even the homeowner gets it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And before it even hits the their um a lot of court systems will actually file these online, but that takes a a courthouse employee I think sixty to ninety days to get it in the system and and scan it and upload it in in certain counties. Sure. So by the time by the time I get it, I've already cross-referenced the individuals' names and phone numbers, and and I did it the hard way. I did I did this whole thing just uh, you know all backwards, and but I got it to closing, and I don't know how I did it, but I did it.
0: So. <laughs> well, Jorge, here's something great, right? Here's something they can learn from this. First of all, you just went out and took action. You may not have had the budget or, or, or the skill set to do all the direct mail maybe up front, but what you did do is I can work hard and I can show people i work harder than anyone else. And you took massive, imperfect, the keyword, massive, imperfect action. You just went out and did something. And then when you found your first roadblock, Now you know the next thing you need to learn about. You need to hurry and get action on and you need to hurry and get an answer on. And then you start taking more massive imperfect action. It leads you maybe to your next wall or your next struggle or your next trial or your next challenge. But you took massive imperfect action. There's no such thing as a perfect plan. And why this is making me smile from ear to ear is the fact that you're like, I have no idea. Like, you aren't an expert at this. Neither am I. Neither is anyone. There's so many things that you can learn each and every day from wholesaling, from real estate that you can't master it all. But I love that you say, I don't even know what I was doing. I didn't know how I got into closing, but, oh, I did it. It's because you just were willing to take action. And you're so much further ahead than the individual that takes no action at all. So yeah. that's, a, that's a huge, huge gold nugget already that each one of us can write down and learn from instantly out of the gates. So tell me about it's, what you did then. So did you did you go call this individual? Did you knock on the door? Ultimately how did. did you get in contact with the person that was uh in pre-foreclosure or is it like a home that was it's, going it, to it's foreclosure?
1: It's literally it's literally pre-foreclosure. It's it's before they even uh get in front of the magistrate or the judge to plead their case, to tell them why they're late on, you know, six months of mortgage payments. Okay. So, so I, uh, again, I, I cross-referenced the name. I looked up the address. And on these uh, filings, you have to understand that on the very top left of these filings, not only does it give you the, the date of when they took out the, the loan, where the loan was given, the year and month, the ones that I look at are the ones that are 10 years or older. In other words, the, the, the properties that- Matured the for these 10 years. Right, right. And those are the ones I called- And I I think I made a total of 15 calls out of 15 SP files. And one lady called me back.
0: 15 files of someone going into pre-foreclosure. You called these 15 people. So you're saying it's not even that many phone calls. Like if maybe 15 to some people's like a mountain, they're like, oh man, 15 phone calls. I don't know how to do this. But (laughs) holy smokes in the game of real estate, that is absolutely nothing, which is incredible. Incredible. So 15 names and addresses you get the phone numbers you call them one person calls back what did that call sound like that let you knew they were interested but also motivated
1: well when i called i left her a message i, I was i told her i said uh, i think my message was hey this is jorge cure i'm calling to say and to see if anybody's helped you with your foreclosure if not give me a call and then i, I gave her my cell phone number and and I, I left it at that and she called back and she said you know You left me a message in regards to my foreclosure. She had asked me what What can you do?" And I said, "Well, uh, can I meet with you?" And we met at the property, and and from there on, I just you know, we put it we put it at a at a huge discount of what uh, what what we got the property for, and um, basically, uh, I brought a regular real estate contract and struck out the the line where it says you can't uh, assign this contract. Struck that out and. Put uh, my company name and/or signs as a purchaser. Put the property. We came to an agreement on a two-bedroom, one-bath house in downtown Waynesville, which is the the. I mean that this 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 little house is downtown, and and I got it for twelve thousand five hundred dollars, which is cheap. dirt cheap. So
0: twelve thousand five hundred. You talk to this individual. They wanted help. You go down yep. there. You meet with them. You end up getting the home under contract at twelve thousand five hundred dollars. That was her number, not mine. That
1: was her it, Oh, okay. That, that was her that's number. That's the number she gave me. I, I just, I, I followed your, your guys' direction. I, you know, ask, ask five, six, seven times, you know, what what would you take? And and finally, she's, she gave me the number, 12500 Okay. And, and that said, started said, the
0: negotiation process, right? Now you're there. And is this in person or over the phone?
1: In person. Okay. So from there, what did you do? I put it under contract and or signs, and I told her that I would close in in 10 days and okay. that was that was nerve wracking because you
0: know <laughs> you're like we can close quick it's gonna be 10 days i don't know yeah. how i'm gonna do it but i'm right. gonna do it but this is brilliant i want everyone to realize you were not an expert nor does anyone listening to this podcast have to be an expert at real estate to get this you done you so don't. you got on this uh contract for twelve thousand five hundred. And then is that ultimately what you put under contract for, you said?
1: Yes. Yeah, that okay. was surprised. I price. The number you she gave me, I took it.
0: You'd close in 10 days. Did you already have cash buyers that were wanting something like this? Or what did you end up doing no. so that you could no, get no, things I going? Have, I had nobody. Okay, so I, what I, did I you do? Because I love this. This is like so – I love this. This is what makes this podcast so much better is it, you went so imperfectly at this in every sense of the way. And I love this because it's still – Added up to a big result. So, what did you do to uh, to get this going so that you could close I gave, in ten I days? gave
1: her I gave her a hundred dollars option money or earnest money, uh-huh. and and literally it was it was cash. And I said, here's a hundred dollars, you know, to make this a, a legitimate contract. And as soon as I put it under contract, I went home, and here I am. I, You know, I got to come up with twelve thousand five hundred dollars in ten days. I made some phone calls and I knew a contractor, the, a local contractor that uh, builds houses and fixes houses and flips houses. And I called him up. So I said, Hey, listen, I got a problem. I got this two bedroom, one bath uh, home in downtown Waynesville. Then walking into downtown, it needs help. It needs, it, it needs some, you know some remodeling work. He asked me, How much do you think it would cost to fix it up? I said, Honestly, I don't know, but here are some keys. Why don't you take these keys and go look at it? And he went and looked at it and came back and he said, yeah, I'm interested. I'll buy it from you. And I, I told him, what I said, he buy it yeah. for my man. <laughs> oh, he, you're I, 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 keep going, I told keep him, going. I said, what would I told, I asked him, I said, what would you, what would you give me for it? And of course he, he did, he did the same thing back to me. You know, he, he asked me about six times what I would, I would take for it. I was like, Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you, wait, this is by, my game, not grand. your game. <laughs> Uh, and then eventually we just came up with, uh, he came up with a number of $30,000 and, and I, I should have counted it, but I didn't, I, I should have asked <laughs> for 35 or 40. He probably would have taken him at, you know, as soon as he said 30, I was like, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> and now he's probably at home saying, gosh, dang it. I probably could have got it for 25. No, yeah, so that's a yeah, perfect yeah, example yeah. learning for future though, is yeah. this is still a win. This is not a loss in any way. Like this is a win. And that experience is going to teach you how you can do it something even better next time. So there's no loss yeah. here. There's only progress, right? Not perfection. Yep. So $30,000, if I minus out that, right, minus the twelve yeah. five that you put on contract, you made $17,500.
1: That's correct. I didn't, Good, I didn't pay closing costs. I didn't pay title search. I didn't pay recordation fees. I didn't pay any of that stuff.
0: Good. I, yes. I literally hold sat on. at the,
1: at the Jorge, closing. Jorge, and-
0: you know what's coming. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. We've got the victory bell for Mr. Jorge Cure on a seventeen thousand five hundred dollar assignment for your first deal. Yeah, yeah. This is absolutely bonkers. Now, from at that point, is that when you just pinch yourself and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is real"? No, no. The
1: fun part was is that uh, my my new wife was so hesitant. Yeah, she's like, I can't believe, I can't believe you're going to, you're going to, you know, join this, this, uh, wholesaling ink and, and you're going <laughs> to pay these dues and all that. So, yeah, I can't believe you're doing this. This we're going into Christmas. We got to really budget our money, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and, and I, I just like a rhino. I just put my head down and, and plowed it. You know, it was fun to give her the check. Because I had the option that the attorney said I could wire you the money or give you the check. I said, "Please give me the
0: check." Oh no, baby, give it to me all in hundreds. I want her to hold a duffel bag.
1: (laughs) So I gave I gave it to my uh, my new wife, and and she looked at it. She goes, "Okay, uh, I can get used to this. I'll 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 support you now."
0: Okay. Well, let's kind of give them, in kind of closing this, let's give them a heads up of, since that deal, since this happened just a, what was this, about a week ago that that closing took place, or what yeah, did it, it look like, like in time it frame? closed a
1: week, a week today, last okay. week,
0: yeah. so a week ago today, you receive a check for 17500 You have yes. also told me you have another deal that's closing next week. What yes. are you going to make on this second deal just to give people a perspective and a hand uh, like a heads up of what you are still looking to do even next week?
1: So I applied uh, the the one place where you guys uh, find your leads. And that's the um, I don't even know the name you guys use, but uh, it's when somebody dies and they, they 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 put an executor on on the. Uh, yeah,
0: there's the inheritance list or probate.
1: probate. Probate. Yeah. 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 So it's a probate. the same place at the same courthouse a lot of people don't realize how much money's in that courthouse vault wow it's it's full of money but anyway i i got uh uh probate i talked to the the lady that had the uh the executor i went to look the property she had an appraisal an as is appraisal for 221 221 000 it's a house in the country club it needed some work, of course. The basement had a little leak and you know problems, and no black mold, but you know some mildew uh, problems, and yeah. you know nobody wants to touch a house like that in the MLS. So sure. she looked at she looked at me as a cash buyer again, and you know how how the heck am I going to come up with two hundred twenty one thousand anyway? Um, she gave me the appraisal. I was I was one of three people lined up to look at it. Uh, I looked at her and I said, "What uh, what's the least you take?" I again, went back and. To- Fourth, and she said 160. She said 145,000 would would be the least she'd take. And I said, Well, I can't give you that. By the time I do work and everything else to the house, I I just don't. I, I can't do it at that number. So I gave her an outrageous lowball offer. I was, I was like, I'll give you eighty thousand for it. And she looked at me and she said, I don't. I, I can't do eighty thousand, George. I said, Okay. Well, my offers here. If you ever change your mind, just call me. And sure enough, she called me four days later and she said, George, would you do would you do 89000 And I said, absolutely. Can I see you now? And she said, sure. We met back at the property. I put it on a contract for 89000 and or assigns. And I, again, I still don't know what I'm doing, Cody. I used the, the same form. I went the same direction. And the weirdest thing about it is, is that one of my really good friends is, I, I found out he's flipping houses. He flipped one very successfully. And he's like, well, I... I'll do this deal. Now understand, I put it under contract for eighty nine thousand. Yep. Now keep in mind, Cody, it's the house and an extra lot in the country club next door next okay. to it. okay? So I put the house under contract. Well, I agreed at the price at eighty nine thousand. She was selling both the lot and the vacant lot and the house. And I said, I'll give you eighty nine thousand for the whole thing. She said, fine. We came to that agreement. I gave her one contract, the house where the acre where the house sits on the acreage it sits on for eighty eight thousand, and then the other one I put another contract for a thousand dollars for the lot. So it made the difference to for, you know between the two the eighty nine thousand It added up to that. Yeah, yeah. And of course that that contract was subject to the simultaneously closing of the other one. I had yeah. no idea how to verb how to put that in verbiage. In the contract. <laughs> so I called an attorney, and and he's he emailed me what to put on the contract. And I said okay. I got them both under contract, and here's the fun part. My friend, I told him about the property. I was fortunate to have the lady put a lockbox in front of the house to give me access to it because I told her I had a friend that's a contractor come and look and give me quotes. He went there, and he said, I'll buy it from you. I said, what would you give me for it? And he said, I'll give you, I'll give you 120 for it. I said, okay. And that's, that's for the the both one. or Just the house. Just the house. Just the house. $1.
0: Yeah, 119, so sorry. Not, 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 not no, 120, 119. Okay, so just already, you'll make 30K next week on this, and yep. you still
1: own the lot. Next Thursday, and I got a $68,000 lot.
0: <laughs> wow, 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 yeah. wow. So, Jorge, this is good stuff. Hold on, we got to ring the victory bell twice. I don't do this much, but this deserves it. Hold on. <laughs> All right, so... Woo! Good stuff all the way around, brother. This is so good. And this is ultimately to kind of wrap things up quickly on this. How, how many hours would you say between the two deals of calling the person, meeting with the person, going to closing, how many hours would you say these two deals have taken to bring in $47,500 plus a lot?
1: Between the two of them, I'd say 10 hours, 10 hours,
0: 10 hours. This is what I want to hone in just for just a second. For those listening, I think sometimes we think it's so many hours. It's This is going to the courthouse. This is talking to the person on the phone. This is meeting with them. Ten hours for those two deals, and that is a $47,500 payday. That's real. It can happen. Does it happen always like this? No, Sometimes it could be a $5,000 assignment. Maybe it could be a $2,000 uh, uh, win or a $10,000 win. It can be all over the place, but there you just never know until you get into it. And at the end of the day, Jorge didn't know. He didn't know what he was going to make. He just knew he put an under contract as low as he could and then start working from there to get things sold. So Jorge, you are the absolute man. I love how quick this has taken. two and a half weeks of wholesaling and here you are forty seven thousand five hundred dollars uh richer man, which is awesome. Help our clients to keep our our listeners to keep adding value to this. those listening. what is a book that helped with maybe mindset or just a favorite book in general that you would recommend to our audience
1: i I tell you uh, the one that i that I always love is uh uh, rich Dad, Poor Dad, but the one that, that really hit home was uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. I forget oh my the my name.
0: Yeah, such a good, good book. Uh, I've had the uh, same experiences. We've all had the experiences where investment has gone good or has gone bad. And yeah. after I had an investment gone bad, it was that book that, like,
1: had I followed
0: that book, it would have never happened. But you remember the guy ends up, like, investing his money to a brick mason to go buy yeah. like Persian rubies and then ultimately tanked on his investment because he gave his money to a brick mason that knew nothing about yeah. Persian rubies not, nothing. Up, no knowledge nothing. About it. And that happens to all of us to some degree, is are we investing our time and our money with the people that are actually the best at it, that are the experts, so that we can win with those investments? Because there's so many times out there. So such a such a good book. Awesome, awesome book.
1: It's a very good book, yeah.
0: What about really uh, Hindsight, which is only two and a half weeks? <laughs> yeah. Hindsight, looking at your business, what would you say to those just beginning, getting involved in wholesaling? What would you say that you would either do differently or what you would make sure you'd do
1: the same? Uh, you know, I, I would say just blind faith and and just courage. Um, I, and, and I don't know how to emphasize it anymore. But, you know, it's it's an old joke that I, I used to say to an old friend that, you know, a very, a very wealthy friend that I had. And he's a he's a good country boy from these here mountains in Asheville. And, you know, he always says the term. It, it's a simple it's so simple. It's a neck downer. I don't know if you ever heard that one before. I Kobe. have not, I have not, but, but you know, I looked at this, this very wealthy and he's very wealthy in real estate. Uh, he owns like, I don't know, 180 some rentals. And I, I asked him, I said, uh, what do you mean by neck downer? And this is this system that you guys offer. It's, it's as simple as all you got to think is from the neck down. And that's really the truth. I, you don't, you don't need a whole lot of brains. To do this job, to do this, uh, to do these deals, you just have to be able to live, listen to people, and you have to have the heart and mind to help them. And I think that and it, that really, at my lifetime right now, my life point right now, that if I can get into a business where I can go out and help individuals in a situation where they they feel vulnerable to you know losing their homes to a bank. Uh, versus somebody's coming in to give them a little bit of money that, you know, to get them out of this situation. And, you know, honestly to this one individual cried at closing and I got teared eyed, you know, teared eyed and, and, uh, you know, no one, no one was out there to help her. And, and here I was, I just left her a voicemail and, um, it's absolutely it, it, awesome. It brings a lot of meaning. It brings a lot of, um,
0: Satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jorge, I appreciate your time being on the podcast today. This is going to resonate with so many people. I think there's a lot of people, maybe even in the real estate arena, as a typical broker or maybe even a traditional real estate agent, that maybe have been thinking, man, there's got to be something different. And maybe this is the story that just helps them go right over the edge and say, hey, I'm jumping in, I'm jumping into wholesaling. So awesome, awesome podcast, awesome gold nuggets. Thank you for your time and joining us today on the podcast. I appreciate it, brother.
1: Thanks, I so Appreciate you.
0: Okay, Rhino Nation, this has been another awesome episode of just how an individual like Jorge just took massive imperfect action. And by doing so, it led him to his first deal of $17,500 and then ultimately leading him to a second deal that closes next week for $30,000 and still owns a lot free and clear. You just don't know what's going to happen, and it wasn't that much effort. All it was was imperfect action, taking 15 phone calls, one of them called back, giving service, giving value, and then turns into a payday. You can do this. If Jorge can do this, you can do this. If Cody can do this, you can do this. If Tom can do this, you can do this. It's just how bad do you want this? If you want more tips, tricks, and gold nuggets, you can definitely visit us over at WholesalingInc.com. That's WholesalingInc.com. And what's awesome about going on the, on the website is click on the testimonials and you'll see that people are doing this all over this great nation and it'll inspire you and motivate you to let you know that you can do this. And as you do it, um, you'll be able to be the next person to add your voice to it as well to let people know they can do it as well. If you want help, building your own wholesaling business, just click the button down below, book a call, and you can talk with someone on our team, and they'll see if it's a good fit, tell you what the program's about, and if it ends up being a good fit, we'll invite you to be part of the tribe. Until next time, guys, God bless, and go take massive, imperfect action.